Welcome back to another episode of From Beyond the Arc. It is episode 5. I am Ian, and with me is my main man, Doug. What's up? What it do, baby? Yes, you know the deal. It is Sunday, our usual Hooper hours. It is October 4th, the year is 2020, time 5.41 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And... Getting back to it, Sunday's the day we hoop, the day we ball, pickup game, update. If you've been listening to our episodes, today was the day. You've just been on the edge of your seat waiting for who won this game seven. We know, listener. We We know you have been. (laughs) Just to recap, the teams were me, Catherine, and Zach against Ian, Blake, and Matt. Mm -hmm. And it was... A back and forth heated, heated battle in the park. And this was kind of, it was to 21. Today's game seven was to 21. So we went to 21 points and we, we went official with it. We Each team got two timeouts. Two timeouts. We had a halftime at 12 points, timeout, flip possession, two timeouts. And they came in clutch. Yeah. What was so cool about the game today was it like a game of runs, just like real basketball. So it was right. super sick. So we came out guns blazing and we were up 4-0 right off the bat. And then you guys went, pretty ham by the halftime i think it was 12 to 6 might have been 12 8 yeah i don't think it was that yeah so but still regardless a 12 to 4 run Mm -hmm. so we hit halftime we were like shit man like fuck so we get to 12 get to 12 to half i don't know what's working at that point everyone's kind of hitting the glass i guess backstory doug was was prepping for this game Mm -hmm. no drinking the night before Mm -hmm. he was on a strict regimen and I kind of was too. I kind of fucked up and had one margarita the other night. But, you know, I, I, made, I made it a point to not even get buzzed. I don't even yeah. think that that did anything. Yeah, exactly. I was drinking so much water, ate really healthy. Like, Catherine's like, who, like, can we just have one drink? I'm like, no. <laughs> like, I can't have just one drink. <laughs> but then Zach shows up to the court. Oh, dude, I'm so hungover. And he goes to Blake's bar and, and Zach's all like, Ah, oh, dang, dude, you sabotaged me. You kept pouring me drinks. <laughs> so we were working with, with... Behind enemy lines. Exactly. We were working with one, in quotations, injured player. I woke up with a sore ass back. I was like, oh, man, after all my uh, prep, still a little injured here. Mm-hmm. And Matt and Blake, I'm sure, had some drinks because they were working the night before. But Matt came to hoop. Blake, dude, okay, remember we were talking on, the, on our position rundown listener? Blake has found his position. Who would have known that he's the center? Yeah. Like he boards, like hustle boards all the day, and then he's making shots. Blake was balling off. He there. is he taller than Matt? I feel like he's taller or they're the same size. He might be a little bit taller than Matt. I don't I don't know. That's tough. Zach's taller. Oh, Zach, for Zach's sure. probably the second tallest besides yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say Zach's like six one. Maybe right. six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We gotta ask him. Yeah. Gotta check out his license. <laughs> exactly. If he has one. 
But uh, but yeah, so halftime comes. Um, it's 12-8. 12-8. I feel like the 12-8 felt a little different. It felt like we were kind of coming away with it, right? We were going to take off. I felt like we were in jeopardy. Halftime huddle. What did you say in the huddle, dude? Did you say anything in the huddle? I pretty much said, give me the fucking ball. Get out of the way. Donis <laughs> Haslam over here? No, I was just like, we're, we were having it, or Zach or Catherine were inbounding the ball. So I had to work just to get the ball. And I'm like, why don't we just cut this bullshit out and I'll just take the ball out. Right. And that was the difference in the game. Yeah, you went you went goat. <laughs> you hit like the next eight shots or six shots or something like that. It was nuts. Uh, you guys got to 21st, so you guys had game point. Mm-hmm. I think it went to 20 to 18. Your run started right after the half, though. So yeah. like we were kind of in dead water at that point. And so when we got back from halftime, you just went on a tear. And that was, I called it the Doug run <laughs> because ain't hey, nobody else was touching the ball or putting it in through the hoop, but Doug, <laughs> uh, you can't give this guy any room because any bit of room that Doug gets, he's sinking the shot. He's a sharpshooter, people. Well, what was kind of in my advantage today, there was no heat today. Usually when we're out hooping, like it's hot or sweaty by the end of like our seven game series like i'm like yeah. puffing and puffing because i'm like drenched in sweat just dying but today with no heat it's officially it was, pumpkin yeah, spice latte it, season people it's amazing but yeah i mean even just not having to bang down low with matt and getting the ball right off the dribble put more energy on offense and uh just give it 110 percent uh you know we take one game at a time wow this court site with elliot richards now let's go to bob bob Thank you, Jerry and Dan. Elliot, you must be one very proud young man this evening. Simply put, that was a staggeringly dramatic display of athletic ability. Well, you know, you go out there and you give 110% and you want to play good and, you know, you hope you play good. I think we play pretty good tonight. Well, in the lexicon of sports terminology, and I don't mean to sound contrary here, the word good falls tragically short of encompassing the sheer virtuosity of your performance this evening. We came out with a win this time. Yeah, (laughs) so they took game seven. I think it was 22 to 20. Stop the presses. Doug, Cat, and Zach took game seven. But it was a really competitive, close game. We've all been having a blast playing these games in the park. We got a timer now because it's getting colder. We have some limited time. We don't know how much more we have of this outdoor park. Yeah, Perfect exactly. weather. Probably three more weeks, I would say. Yeah, right. Because like once November hits, it's, it's cold. Yeah. You know, it sucks that coronavirus kind of robbed us a couple months of being able to hoop. Like not even us going to the park and being able to shoot because they took all the rims down. It was kind of a cold season there, you know? But it was great. I'm glad we made the most out of the last, like, two months of hooping. Oh, and injury report. Mm -hmm. Doug fucked up his ankle. Shit, yeah. After the Game 7, we ran a... We were switching up teams. It was fun. Everyone, you know, the weather was nice. So everyone kind of had the stamina to keep playing. I think, man, we were there a minute. I feel like this was the longest that we've been there with everyone still hanging around and playing. It was like two and a half hours of hooping. So good. Yeah. And that was all the weather Mm because we weren't dying. For sure. But yeah, man, uh, we were playing just some casual. And that's the worst when you injure yourself in just like a casual. Like I wasn't even competing. You know what I mean? And like I just went up for a block and this like big ass motherfucker who didn't play with us on this team one of blake's friends i honestly forgot his name super chill guy but uh just like a big ass bobin marnyanovich mm-hmm. and just goofy down there and it was and funny i was talking to matt i was like i honestly i known him a long time and he never looked as big as he did today 
Maybe that's because Cat was guarding him the <laughs> yeah, whole time. I know. It's like, hey, I'll just I'll just post up this little girl here. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Dude? I almost wanted yeah. to like switch, but I was like, yeah, nah, hundred percent. I feel like Zach was kind of a more of a threat. Yeah, I mean, he he wasn't that good. He was just big, you know right? I mean? So yeah. like, and with Cat, I mean, I'm sure if anyone else was on him outside of Cat, it probably would have been. And that's excluding myself because I'm probably the shortest on the court. But any of the other guys were on him, it probably wouldn't have been that. Uh, that's significant. Yeah, 100%. A big, a big man. But yeah, I just uh, jumped up for a block and he had just some awkward footwork and I just landed on his foot and rolled my ankle. It sucked. Limpy McGee over here, man. I'm walking over the studio all limpy. Uh, but sorry, right, we got uh, we got a little medicine up in here. We got yeah. a little gin and tonic. We hit in the bottle today. <laughs> yeah, this, we, we decided to switch it up. Usually, you know, Coors ain't paying us yet. Yeah. But, uh, you know, until then. Until then. Uh, you know, we're free agents. We're fucking with whoever is showing us a good time. Nike, Adidas, we wear them both. <laughs> I'm rolling with whoever's paying me. That's right. But yeah, today the the drink of choice is gin and tonics. So that's right. That's right. Salute. If you're listening to this, you're drinking or maybe not. Maybe you're waking up. I don't know. I don't know what yeah, you do, Yeah, I don't do, think listener. like people like listen to podcasts while drinking. I feel like they like do things while listening to podcasts. Like I don't I don't necessarily sit around my stereo or my headphones and just crack open a beer and be like, oh, from Beyond the Arc episode four. Or do I? Damn. <laughs> I guess I'm the only one. <laughs> do you guys not get turned up to podcasts or are you normal? Oh, man. But yeah, my ankle will be good in about a week. I injured this foot before. I was worried because like I was out. I played in a league before and I injured the same foot and I was out like three months and it was bad. So it was like the same foot. So that's why I was like playing with caution after that. I I took like two games off. I taped up my leg, taped up my ankle, uh, came back on the court and was just kind of like a spot up shooter. I, I drove to the rack a couple of times, but I wasn't jumping. I wasn't guarding. I wasn't rebounding. It was it was basically like three on two, just that I was hitting shots. So, but I think we still won. Mm-hmm. I think our team still yeah, won. Yeah, you guys definitely got some games, yeah. for sure. Yeah. MVP, Douglas McCurdy. Hey, what can I say? AKA Throg Mortal. <laughs> he was the man today. He came in clutch, won game seven, got them the chip, and the show yeah. was fun. Now, now we, uh, now we popping bottles. I feel like I'm in the uh, visitor's locker room just... Just toasting it up with you guys. Dude, I was telling Catherine, I was like, if we lose this game and I didn't drink last night, it's like, <laughs> it's going to be a double. <laughs> I was thinking about it. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure because I feel like you and I are on the same wavelength because we're doing this and we're talking about it weekly and we're like, no one wants to talk about them losing. No one. I know. I told I was like, there's no way I'm going to go on that podcast <laughs> for an hour and say why we lost. <laughs> but yet here I am, listener. Here I am. It's been a cool week. We smashed two episodes, so that's uh, rapid fire. We're up to, shit, we're up to five now, but damn. Again, if you're listening to us, whoever you are, wherever you are, thank you so much. Very much appreciated. 100%. Yo, and we, on our Instagram, we got to get on Twitter, but on our Instagram, we got to post the, we got to post the team pictures. Follow us on the socials and you can see, you know, we'll post pictures of our, of our team so you know who we're talking about and stuff. We got a lot of content this week. Maybe a sitcom will come, a sitcom will come out mm-hmm. of it, you know, like it looks like a sitcom straight up. So. Yeah. <laughs> Besides the hooping, great weekend in New York again. I had a first in New York. I did a, I did a stoop sale. So a garage sale kind of, but mm-hmm. it's, you know, oh, yeah. Brooklyn style. Pretty, mm-hmm. pretty cool. Sold some shirts, uh, some clothes, some random passer buyers. 60 bones, yeah. 60 bones, dude. I mean, it's Off 60 of just bucks. like, hey, let's... Yeah, off of just sitting post there... Post up in a, front of our, in our apartment, crib. yeah, and not drinking. It would have been way more fun with drinking, but uh, 
But yeah. Wait, funny. how come you guys? Oh, because I wanted to that win. That makes sense. Bro. Yeah, yeah. I was not fucking on. That's why Calvin's like, we got to get one drink. Come on, we're we're bored here. I'm like, no, <laughs> like, I'm winning tomorrow. <laughs> and sure enough, like I was not tired. I it was paid like, off. Yeah, yeah exactly. it paid off. Because it's funny. Because someone's always. I mean, all of us really are. Someone's hungover. Something's happening. We're nursing. Some type I mean, of it's hangover. a Sunday, you know. Yeah. I mean, remember the Sabbath by keeping it hungover, you mm-hmm. know. Now we out here. Now we in the stew yeah. with some GNTs. I'm going to Disneyland. <laughs> Anything is possible. <laughs> so moving forward, tonight is game three of the NBA Finals with the Los Angeles Lakers and the Miami Heat. Me and Doug got the chance to see game two at this bar called echo bravo echo bravo yeah just the spot next to my spot it's cool like they just bought a tv and put it outside and put the game volume on with outdoor seating so like a word like that's why i go to bars mm-hmm. so and i love that there was volume on that's like a rare yeah. thing at a bar yeah, yeah granted we were freezing our fucking asses off it's getting cold like, yeah <laughs> drinking these like freezy like flurry things or whatever frosties yeah. <laughs> alcoholic frosties so if you fuck with wendy's or know what we're talking about they serve uh ice cream dessert called frosty but this place makes an alcoholic version of that and it's pretty spot on it's like a total like bootleg too like that are there have, have the yellow cup and like this fake sticker yeah they totally ripped ripped the branding bootleg yeah style but it was sick and yeah. i back it and the the homegirl working was very cool and very hooked us up with the game volume and all that but yeah pretty nice i think it's in uh bushwick off like troutman and cypress or something like that booyah yeah, there it is. but yeah man it was cool watching the game with you man and um it wasn't a blowout i mean the lakers were in control the whole game just kind of like our game today where we were mm-hmm. in control the whole game even <laughs> though we were down mm-hmm. <laughs> no but for real like uh i mean lakers you can't guard their their length it's just such a disappointment people because the Heat's leading scorer is out indefinitely. He's out again tonight, game three. And which Drogic. is the Dragon. Dra- and and uh, mm-hmm. Bam. Bam, which is their like, defensive anchor. And it's just not competitive at all. Yeah, I would like to compare it to boxing, like weight classes. It's, it's almost like the Lakers are heavyweights and mm-hmm. they're fighting a welterweight. Yeah. It's just not fair. Tonight's going to be game three, but Bam is still out. Dragic mm-hmm. is still out. Mm-hmm. And even though Butler had a pretty solid game, game two, they are uh, do not have enough firepower. The King, AD, Caruso. <laughs> it's inevitable. That's the big three, bro. It's inevitable. You know who hooped for the Heat? My boy uh, Kelly Olenek. Oh, yeah. The KO. KO. He was out there. He was out there hooping, putting the team on his back. Fuck, that's what he means to, man. <laughs> he's, he's, he's taking Bam's minutes, but... Who would you rather build a team around? Kelly Olenek or Paul George? Paul George is just dead to me. He might as well... He's in the doghouse, man. I don't know how he's going to respond to this, well, this season. It's cool because like, he didn't think this was a championship year. I can't even... Coming from you know us trying to lure him in to be a Laker and him just dubbing us, which is fine. Everyone dubbed us until LBJ came through. But if you ball regular season and then you just ghost come playoffs, that's chill, I guess. <laughs> I'd be a Nick then. Do you think he's going to stay there this year? Or do you think they're going to try to get... I think they'll run it back with yeah. him. I think they like they have no choice. They'll just get less value for him, and then we've traded 10 years of draft picks for what? Bradley Veal, 
when we could have just had him outright. You know what I mean? Like we could have just traded Gallo and like two picks for him at the trade deadline or something. You know what I mean? So they're going to run it back with him. I mean, I'm looking at Paul George right now. Like I looked at Dwight Howard on the fucking Atlanta Hawks. Just what happened? Who are you? Because he had like a decent regular season minus like he missed like the first couple of weeks because of injury. But it'll be interesting to see how he responds after Doc because him and Doc have a history. True. To our listener, if y'all don't know the history, you know the history of Doc and mm-hmm. PG. But yeah, we'll tell the listener. Spit some game. Yeah, let him yeah, know. Like Paul George, I believe, was engaged, if not engaged, just together with Callie Rivers, who is Doc Rivers' daughter. And then Paul George, as uh, an NBA player might do, I guess, might frequent an establishment. I'm in love with a He uh, knocked up a stripper and uh, cheated on Callie with her, and now they are together. With kids. With kids. And then you got to put him in a room and have Doc coach him. There was a time where they might have shared a a Christmas dinner together, and now that's tough. That's tough to, I mean. PG, man. He's taking yeah. L's ever since he broke he, his leg. Yeah, for real. That was the Olympics, right? That was like an Olympic scrimmage. It wasn't even like... At the gold. I think it was like U.S. versus U.S. That um, was horrific, though. Oh I remember. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, he could still hoop. For, like, I mean, yo, like Gordon Hayward hasn't even been close to himself. Paul George in OKC had, like, a top three in the NBA season last year before we traded for him. He is taking a beating like he stole something from yeah. the entire public. Mm-hmm. Anybody and everybody with a Twitter account. Yeah. Anybody who is People on. People are opening up Twitter. Yeah. Like, creating accounts just to burn this guy. <laughs> yeah. Before I go to sleep, I just want to say, Paul George, your good sleep, your dreams, your job when you wake up. Is he going to use this as fuel and have an amazing 2021 season or crumble? Crumble like he did. I mean, he is a clipper, so I'm going to go with the with the latter. We still haven't heard any word on who's going to take over the Reigns as head coach, but I think it's going to be Ty Lou. I got Coach K. Doug has Coach K. <laughs> Probably Ty Lou's job to lose. You but know? you heard that shit how it was like the Sixes were close to signing D'Antoni and then Rivers came on the market and they're just like done. Yeah. <laughs> Five years. Yeah. <laughs> Five years super max. And we, we talked about that a lot already on the past episode, but yeah, man. One man's trash is another's treasure, I guess. One man's trash is another trash, bro. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait for Philly fans to rip him up because Clipper fans are nice, dude. Philly fans are brutal, bro. We'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see if he can last in Philly. If Doc blows it in Philly, do you think that like hurts his legacy? Or like like do you think he'll get a like a still another? No. I think I he's think like he's locked in. In the NBA. They just recycle everybody and anybody, whether it's media, head mm-hmm. coach, mm-hmm. players. And that's cool. I'm not knocking it. It's like you always have a place of work and you're always going to get a paycheck. But 
there's some people still coaching that I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. I almost forgot, low-key, being a Laker fan, that he was the Lakers head coach. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, he fu- he was. Yeah, but, like, we know, like, his system wasn't right for the Lakers. Look what he did with Harden and Nash. He took two people, completely built this crazy offense around them, and brought them to the highest peak that they could ever be at. I'm not saying that they're going to win a championship, but I'm saying Nash and Harden have a lot to credit D'Antoni for their play for. What about Melo? Melo's trash. <laughs> what about Melo and D'Antoni? Just in, in New York? Yeah. Um, nah, like, nah, like, that's another reason why it didn't work. You got to, like, he didn't have someone to build around his system. He needs, like, those fast ball handling guards, not, like, an ISO heavy guy who stops ball movement, stops momentum. I've never been a Mellow fan. I, you hear you hear that, guys? Like, I think Mellow sucks. Like, I, I mean, you know, he, he put the ball in the basket, but he's not a winner, you know? He's on Portland now. Mm-hmm. Give him a little boost in these playoffs. Yeah. Didn't make it past the first round, but, you know, that's what happens when you, you face the king. We are out of ice. We're going to go on a little... A little ice run, a little Zamboni. We got to re-up on some more Bev. Mm-hmm. So you know what that means. Halftime. Halftime. We are back. Halftime over. Tonight is the game three of the NBA Finals. Who do you got? Who do you got? Oh, man. Does it rhyme with the Alex Caruso? It rhymes with shakers. <laughs> Getting back into it, game two, that was pretty much a wire-to-wire victory for the Lakers. It wasn't... Yeah, I was never I think the closest them. they got were was eight points. Yeah. I mean, and we're talking NBA Finals. Yeah, when Kelly Olenek kind of took over. <laughs> <laughs> He was no match for the Caruso. show. That's dude. right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just remember watching it and, and it's funny because, you know, we were, go- we were at this bar, right? In Bushwick and they have a TV and it's really lit. They have great drinks and we, we got our buzz going. And this was the same day I did my fucking hot sauce challenge. Ooh, we should have the follow up on this. Yeah. People were rolling through cause the game was on. One uh, fine gentleman had a purple Laker hat. Another gentleman had a uh, OG purple starter yeah. coach's jacket. Mm-hmm. Pretty fire, pretty fire. The group to our right. He was all Oakland Raiders. Yeah, he was raided out. Rooting for the Lakers, obviously. I obviously. think the only... <laughs> obviously, he's rooting for the Lakers. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I also... I was the only one there rooting for the Heat. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And that brings me to my next question. 
Doug is Clipper faithful through and through. Mm-hmm. And it's hard from Southern California, <laughs> where you know who runs shit. And I, I, I just I'm stupid. You're how smart. how did that happen, man? How did you become a Clipper fan? Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, I think like the first basketball game I ever went to was at Honda Center, and it was a preseason game, or I guess it was Anaheim Pond at that point. It's the Arrowhead Pond. Arrowhead people. Pond. Excuse me. Yeah, Mighty and, Ducks. And it was a preseason game as Lakers versus Clippers. And I didn't even know the Clippers existed at that point. How um, old were you? I don't really have a frame of reference for that. I know that. Were you in school? I was like probably, let's say third or fourth grade, maybe second. Damn. Some, somewhere around there. That's still mad young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my grandpa was a big basketball fan. He would have Laker games on. I'd watch basketball and I played like NJB. And I'd played hoot when I was a kid. Actually, I'll, I'll have to show you my, I got this preschool photo of me holding a basketball. It's pretty lit. Wait, my, do you have a photo my, of you in your N- NJB gear? I'm sure I do. I you got to send me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I have one too. So we <laughs> yeah. got to do something with that. Yeah, it's 100%. Side note, I don't know if this is going to make it in or not. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. NJB, National Junior Basketball, Tommy Lasorda Fieldhouse. That's right. That's, I'll see you there. That's right, dude. Tommy Lasorda Fieldhouse is where I played my most recent league. I was in the right. Linda City League. Hell yeah. So that was like the first time I saw them or heard of them. I didn't necessarily follow the Lakers or follow Clippers at that point. I was just like, cool my grandpa's watching this i'll watch basketball i think i went to a laker game after that at the forum and i remember glenn rice put on a show so that was like my second nba game that was a real nba game Mm -hmm. um so i i think i was in the fifth grade at this point and i'm watching tv in my room and i come across a clippers game and it's darius miles quentin richardson keon dueling lamar odom and that at that point was the youngest team in NBA history to ever play. They were the youngest team. And I'm used to watching, not like used to watching, watching, but like anytime I'd see basketball, it's kind of slow. Like, you know what I mean? Like feed it to the big guy. Like that's the, that was the era. Minus Mike. Like I watched Michael Jordan, but seeing these like young ass kids, like a Lamar Odom, specifically Darius Miles and Quentin Richardson, and seeing them just ball out, like try their best lose but like you know alley-oop it tap their heads and this was like they were all like jordaned out too you know what i mean like it was funny like during quarantine the clippers did a bunch of uh replay games like history games and there's this game lakers versus clippers and it was right after a kobe and Shaq victory with phil like that championship season it was like the next year and the clips haven't beat him in like like seven years or five years or something and they came out and beat the world champs and i remember this game i loved it but i remember now watching at an older age and they were all like in jordan 13s and like all like swagged out but even at that time they weren't even like that cool kobe had his signature shoe Shaq had a signature shoe it was just like the lakers were larger than life you know what i mean and they just see these like kids come in they were all like for the culture and quote unquote you know what i mean like seeing them like compete super hard i just like ate it up you know what i mean and like i was like word like it's so sick to root for something like this instead of something like i know who's gonna win during that time the lakers still run the show but right but during that time like it was like laker dynasty so to like root for these kids who no one knew about 
to have a chance. I loved it. I just kind of like grew into a basketball fan because of that. You know what I mean? So that so, was kind of the team that set set your heart on fire, right? Set it up, 100%. Darius Miles, Quinn Richardson, mm-hmm. Odom. Keon Dooling, Dooling. Uh, Eric Piatowski. I am going to shout out Michael Alawakandi because, you know, we could have dropped it. Dirk or Paul Pierce and all that stuff. We had him. And, you know, hearing Ralph Lawler was awesome. Like, we have, like, this announcer who very much so many dark times. Lawler's Law. Lawler's Law, baby. Salute to uh, this marvelous 2018-2019 season, a season to remember. I guess the thing that I'm going to miss most of all is the fans. Clipper fans are such a unique breed. So many people will come. I've been a fan since 1984 when the team moved here. I've been a fan since 1989 when they drafted Danny Manning. Or I've been a fan since the Darius Miles, Quentin Richardson, Corey Maggette team in the early 90s. First 200 wins, it's the law. Lala, we're going to do Yo, a podcast we, we for you. We could probably though. get Ralph on, I'm not going to lie. But anyways, it was awesome, man. Like, I like that back and forth, you know? I Again, like, underdog. There's underdog. a theme here. Underdog. There's a theme underdog here. Underdog all the way, you know? It's been tough, man. Like, I won't say it's easy. When the Sterling tapes dropped, I was just embarrassed. You know, we're just such a losing franchise. We're losers. I still admit that. Okay, Our logo so it's sucks. that one game, though? <laughs> it's that one game versus... The Lakers, the world champs, they beat them. So it's obviously a big deal. Oh, during that time. Yeah, yeah. You know, we won like 20 games that season. But still, like, that was the one, you know. But that wasn't the game I, like, fell in love with. I was just rewatching that during quarantine. Okay, okay. it was awesome. Uh, but I, I probably watched that back in the day. But so your grandpa, he was a Laker fan or Clipper Laker fan? Laker fan. Laker okay. Fan. And then from, like, sixth grade onward, it was just like I'd always root for him. The more every year that I went by, the more and more I liked him. They kind of got worse and worse and worse until Blake Griffin. You know what I mean? So. Right. That was the thing. I think we had Quentin Richardson for three years and doesn't resign. Like, that was just like the Clipper time. It was like a college team. It was like, okay, you, we get these players for a limited amount of time. They're not going to resign. They're not going to stay because we're a terrible organization. But it's cool to, like, see these young kids develop. Even, like, Baron Davis, when we got him and Blake Griffin, it was so cool just to, like, see. I didn't even expect Blake to, like, resign with us. You know what I mean? I was just like, oh, it's cool. It's a moment in time. And, uh, So, yeah, I mean, I just, like, underdog to the core. And even now, like, even though that they're, like, they were the favorites, they were still, like, weirdly an underdog. Even though they were, like, the favorites amongst, like, the NBA circle, everyone knew the Clippers were going to clip, you know? (laughs) I mean, I don't think so. I think that's coming from your side. Hindsight. I mean, that's I was shook. I thought they were going all the way. And I for sure thought it was going to be a battle of L.A. Opening night, I remember it was rainy that night. And it was the opening night, Lakes versus Clips, and then I was just tired, and I didn't meet up in the, at the bar mm. with you guys. Mm-hmm. But it was I'm I'm low key glad I didn't uh, because it was just a Clipper victory. Oh shit, you that that was such a fun night. They always ran Lakers out the gym, but it don't mean a thing without a ring. <laughs> just to go full circle, underdogs. You know, I thought the players were sick. Quentin Richardson was like my absolute favorite player. I still have his jersey to this day. Yo, um, shout out the Knuckleheads podcast. Yeah. Have you listened to I that have, at all? Yeah, okay, yeah. Sick. That's it's, one of my favorites. It's cool hearing it's cool hearing them talk, you know. And D Miles, we traded him a little early on, but it was so cool to see him. Yeah, man. It was just a great, exciting time. And ask a lot of Clipper fans, why did you become a Clipper fan? A lot of them will say the Quentin Richardson, Darius Miles team. Because it was like a pre-Lob City. You know what I mean? Right. And then obviously like we got a lot of fans because Lob City, because they were so exciting. But yeah, that was the team for me that just did it. And So do you think Donald Sterling being the owner as long as he did, do you think that kind of added to your guys' misfortunes? 
Mm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? Like, do you think if Balmer was back in the day? We probably would have won a ship, right? Yeah. Balmer, yeah. But, I mean, like, that's why Lamar Odom left. Yo, when Lamar Odom was a rookie on the Clippers, he was, like, first of his kind. Like, this point forward, like, dribbler, passer, like, so Yeah, good. he was a Clipper before he was a Laker, folks. Yeah, and then finishes, like, he was a Clipper at the end of his career, too. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, his best years were the Lakers, no question about it. But, um, but no, like, he, like, literally is like, I'm not coming back here with this guy. Donald Sterling would, like, treat these guys like property and slaves, and it's, like, disgusting. Earlier this year, you put me on to the 30 for 30 documentary, which I think everyone listening to this should check out on the Clippers and Donald the Donald Sterling. Yeah, done by ESPN. So uh, good. I think, like, Ramona Shelburne does it. It's great. 100% all these interviews. A real deep inside look of the the tape the racist tape that came out that, that completely changed 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 i'm sorry honey can i get you a little bit more juice you think i'm a racist and i don't think you're a racist yes you do, yes, you do. it's the world you go to israel the blacks are just treated like dogs so do you have the, to treat them like that too the white jews there's white jews and black jews you understand and are the black Jews less than the white Jews? 100%, 50, 100 And is that right? It is a question. We don't evaluate what's right and wrong. We live in a society. We live in a culture. We have to live within that culture. So getting back to Doug being a Clipper fan, and it is not easy. Because, you know, I, I grew up almost in the same environment as Doug, Southern California, Orange County, and I did not know a single Clipper fan in I still don't know really a hundred mile radius mm-hmm. of me. And like, so besides like my family and besides some of my closest friends in my circle that I've like converted essentially. Right, right, right. I, I've barely ever met one. Like maybe like I've met like three in my life. Yeah. Well, now getting up in age, and I definitely met a few Clipper heads, Clipper faithful, and I, I get it. Some stories I've heard were the Lakers weren't in certain neighborhoods throughout Los Angeles, and you know, obviously being in an NBA team, you got to do community work. Some of the Clipper fans that I know, that's just that's who came through their neighborhood and gave out jerseys, were doing things for their community. We would go into Staples Center, and the players were out the front doors greeting us. Like I, what? yeah, that's how they're like, they're like, thank you so much for coming. Like I got a picture with Corey Maggette and like Sean Livingston and they were at the door greeting us before wow. a game, before a game. This gotta be like some type of promo though, right? They're not just doing that every night. I don't know if it's every night. I didn't go every night, right, but that right, night right. I was there. I met and they were at the, and they were at the gate welcoming that's us. Dope. I remember like there was this dude on my parents' street or something who had like, season tickets like when I was growing up or whatever they gave me like one of their fan nights and it was Knott's Berry Farm it's like a lockout it was like you know like a graduation thing but it was all Clippers so it was Clippers season ticket holders Knott's Berry Farm and there was like 80 people there and all the players were there so we would go to these tables meet the players and then we'd go on rides the players were on the rides with us yeah yeah and like it was like that that I was like so down with being a Clipper fan because I'm like this is like cool exclusive stuff say less bro yeah right my head would have been yeah it was so sick dude so i got all these pictures back in the day of me with all these clipper fans or clipper players and fans and stuff oh, it was we cool. gotta we yeah gotta i'll put dig that on up. our, I'll dig on our patreon for sure <laughs>
<laughs> oh, the plug. What it do, baby? You're going to see baby Doug with some <laughs> with some clips back in the day. Shit, so you're going to pay good money some, for that shit. You want some OG clipper pictures <laughs> for my one clip of fans out there? <laughs> you know, obviously me and Doug from the same place, met in New York, started this pod, and absolute Laker fan, Clipper fan. But yeah, I just wanted to... For me, personally, I was like, well, why are you? Why the <laughs> fuck would you be a Clipper fan? Why would you put yourself through so much heartache? Why were you a Laker fan? Kobe, baby, Kobe! I mean, obviously. That was just what was playing when I was like a kid and I didn't even know. I would look at baby videos of me when I was, I couldn't even talk in Laker games. Chick Hearn was just classic, in the background. Yeah. Channel 9 regularly scheduled programming will not be seen in order that we may present the following sports special. champion Los Angeles Lakers are on the air my dad was a big basketball fan cool if you were to ask me if if there was two basketball teams in LA at the time I would be like wait what ask me now I wouldn't even say there is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all jokes aside the Clippers are going to be formidable Western Conference opponents in the coming years if not next year I mean you guys are still going to be a favorite favorite we are the best team to never make the Western Conference Finals. Ah, it's that pathetic. Blows my mind, dude. So, who makes the Western Conference Finals first, Knicks or Clippers? <laughs> this guy, the way he's looking at me, he's like, the Knicks, obviously. <laughs> like, wait, what? The Seattle Sonics are oh, the shit. Los Angeles Clippers. Bro, one and the same. Found a fire OG Sonics tea on mm. ebay it's like 20 bucks i'm like oh the cop that bro. yeah yeah mom it's like it's got a good fade mm. similar to your mickey fade right now oh we going fits off in here let's go yeah fit check fit check cali boys with the new york hats and we're yo my boy ian <laughs> over here is wearing an only ny shirt a new york yankees hat you don't even know this guy's from california what shoes you wear <laughs> he's got some timberlands on bro <laughs> Yeah, I got some Tims, <laughs> uh, some bicycle shorts. <laughs> the North Face jacket. Yeah. I've seen you in that North Face jacket, oh, yeah. fool. Well, let's come back up. <laughs> It'll be my third winter here. So This is like the see. first day I haven't worn shorts in like four months. How do you feel? I mean, besides the fact that I was limping down fucking Fourth oh, yeah. Avenue, I feel pretty good. You know, I, I prefer the shorts look. Yeah, but, but you're going to get shorts... Cali, baby. Yeah, dude. Cali winner is a short. I never called it Cali until I moved to New York. I know. I know. That's like a New York thing. And it's funny because I was asking people from here, living in California the majority of my life, and I remember talking to people, like, Cali's so stupid. It's like a dumb fucking. Yeah. And I never said hella until I moved here. Until everyone started saying hella. And I'm like, and then it just, mm -hmm. and y'all, like hella and y'all, I say now. It's multicultural up in here, you know? Yeah. The person that I asked from New York, and they're just like, it's just, it's too long. It's too long. You know what it is. We're rearing the end here. The bottle's getting low. We got to get Doug back to his, uh, we got to get back to his ice chamber, I, man. I got to get to that ice pack. I got to <laughs> elevate that foot, dude. Like, yeah. I got a fourth floor walk up. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Like, we'll see. No yeah. elevator. No Ellie. 
Shout out Bushwick. But um, yeah, does, is anything else you want to talk about or anything else you're in your mind? Yeah, I think, think I think like at least by 2060, the Clippers will make the Western Conference Finals. I'll put some money on that. Damn, 2060, son? 40 years? What do you think? <laughs> I mean, we haven't made it in 59. We, I saw on Instagram today, the longest drought in NBA Finals history. We're number two behind the Sacramento Kings, and we haven't made it in 59 years. And our franchise is only 50 years old. <laughs> Anyone who's got Kawhi, I give you a shot. And with that, we got the Alice Caruso over here tonight. Thank you for turning in to the Caruso. It's been real. It's been fun. Again, thanks so much for listening, whoever you are. We're on Apple Podcasts now, which is big. We got the confirmation this week. So if you have an iPhone and listen to podcasts on on your iPhone. Yo, we got our subscribe. first sponsor. So hyped. We'll do a little insider here. We got some shit coming up, man. You know how the game was ended tonight? The the pickup game? From a three. From beyond the arc. <laughs> game. Yo, from beyond the arc. Thank you for listening. We out. Peace. Peace.